0: Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of my podcast. My name is Darren Connell and thank you very much for joining me uh, last week. I thought it was fantastic, very surprised at how well it went and it was pretty um, therapeutic for me as well. So uh, it's pretty cool that I've got my pal Paul here directing, producing. All right, Paul?
1: All right, mate, I've got a mic this week. Yes. You can hear
0: me. The people spoke and told <laughs> yeah. us to get Paul a mic. So that was a good laugh last week, wasn't it?
1: It was mate. it was a uh...
0: many subject uh, subjects covered. I still can't fucking speak by the way. We'll get there eventually. I've no left the house in nine months. The only people I've spoke to is Mama, my, ma, my dad, uh, a couple of my mates and Paul. So I'll be able to sing a sentence together. We'll get there. Um so I thank you so much for tuning in again i i loved last week uh just spoke for the heart tried to have a laugh we're, we're getting there as well like i said last week that you know a poster never get made we've made a poster now which i thought was shit hot i was going to bring a laptop to make it look more professional but i've just got the notes in the table because my my laptop is caked in spunk because of <laughs>
1: cause of these 9 months <laughs> you've been covid covid come
0: I say, <laughs> I say 9 months basically since i've been 14 i mean <laughs> <laughs> what else would you use a laptop for maybe that's why i am a fucking failure in life but i've i've kept my notes in front of me i've got my monster my water my phone and uh, next week i'll I'll have a laptop there so Aye, a lot of people responded to Gary Barlow being a Muslim last week. That was weird. Lots of racist, bigoted Gary Barlow fans out there. He's no, he's not a Muslim. He's, you can edit that out. I'm going to get fucking cancelled in No. He might not be a Muslim, but
1: he's a <laughs> Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking about there. So what's happened here? Do you not know, remember what I was saying last week? About Gary Barlow?
0: I, was saying, Cat Stevens get stranded out in a dinghy, uh-huh. and, uh, and then became. Then I was like, imagine if that was Gary Barlow, right? Fuck, he doesn't even listen to the podcast. What chance have I got if he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> one person watching that Mad Cat Stevens fan? Do you know? I don't want to keep talking about Gary Barlow every week, but do you know? Like, I preferred him when he was fat and depressed. Like, at least he was fucking honest i remember one time he was getting an, an interview right and he was like i was 18 stone and i went to tenerife with my family and i was sitting in the pool and i smoked a joint and i'm like uh is that supposed to be depressed sounds fucking brilliant <laughs> now the cunt stops eating after 2 p.m i remember reading that he's like i don't eat any food after 2 p.m mate Get back back to Tenerife, what mate. What a
1: shite existence that sounds like. My back Gary to Barlow.
0: Tenerife and get a joint, didn't you, Gary?
1: I used to be fat and pay my taxes. I know. No, I'm skinny and a Tory. Aye, <laughs> is <has> a Tory, <laughs> ain't he? Gary Barlow's was get the. He's he's. A bit of a, I don't know, like a, a microcosm for human existence because and take that right. He was a talent. He wrote the songs. He made the money. Yeah. But he wanted to be the skinny one as well, and wanted to be the good looking one and couldn't accept the fact that he was was he was basically a chubby songwriter.
0: I know. Plus he wasn't even that chubby, I know, man. I would take that right now. Honestly, I would take
1: a fat Gary Barlow right now. Still peating after two PM, mate, you'll be alright. Yeah. My fuck.
0: <laughs> I'd rather wing it. A boxing training's gone well, I'm feeling good, um, I'm feeling better. A lot of people got in touch talking about mental health stuff, which was nice, even though I'm trying my hardest not to turn this into a, a mental health podcast. But do you know what, see if it gets me paid. I'm like, fuck it, it's a mental health podcast. Let's all go up to the camp season, get my it. Um, That's a cult. You know how says uh Jehovah's Witnesses. I would rather be a Jehovah's Witness than the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
1: rather be a Scientologist than Day Wim Hof Breathing. Aye,
0: fucking right. Because Tom Cruise is brand new. I mean, I know he's like they're a bit wacky, but Tom Cruise seems alright. Do you see he ate two curries in Birmingham? No. Um, he was doing the Mission Impossible film, and they were they must have been filming it in Birmingham and he went to a local Indian and he munched two curries and he was stoning outside Um like basically the owners of the restaurant were like Tom Cruise ate two curries <laughs> and Tom Cruise is just stoning there like that bet you Gary Barlow can eat two
1: curries back in the day <laughs> maybe before 2pm he'll, he'll munch two <laughs> curries but fucking hell man Tom Cruise is like he They're like beyond famous guys like Tom Cruise. It's like, can you imagine what it would be like to even try and live a day at
0: him? Oh, it'd be fucking brutal. He'd have, I've heard these get uh, panic alarms. There you go, man. You can't even eat two curries without getting judged. Do you know what I mean? Can't even just chill out and be a fat cunt for one night without a restaurant saying, here, mate, can we take a picture of you? (laughs) And put it, after you've eaten two curries and all, you'd be bust, wouldn't you? He did look like he was in a carb coma, he was just like that. But that brings me to the fact that literally anybody could be famous in Glasgow. I don't know if you've uh, noticed that, but if you walk through Glasgow city centre, there is some strange characters. Like, I was thinking, I hate to say this, right? I think I'm famous, right? But within a half a mile radius of my house. That's his right. famous armour, as armour, and, uh but, like, see the buskers in Glasgow? I'm trying my hardest not to be offensive here, right? But it's weird, because, I don't know if you've seen some of them, right, but you could literally stone in the middle of Glasgow city centre, right, with a spoon, and just do that. Yeah! Na 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 na, and get somebody to put some rave music on or something. You'd be like, that with two <laughs> sets of spoons, uh, I'm a dancing spoon guy." No, if that was anybody el- anywhere else in the world, right, they'd do that. That cunt needs help. But see, in Glasgow, oh look, it's a dancing spoon guy that does <laughs> the raving. Oh, that's lovely, is it? And I'm thinking, I can't even get an addition. And that cunt is probably earning a weekly wage.
1: <laughs> who you talking about, Mad, mad Leo? No, Leo's alright. <laughs> <laughs> the mad guy with the dancing bins or something. Like that's that, exactly right? okay. who I'm talking about. D- I, de- I don't even want to name him, man. You but... get like bins for like a drum kit. Aye, aye. I said this to my missus, like we were walking down Buchanan Street a couple of weeks ago, and it was basically a wee guy with a karaoke machine. And I was like, like that's not really—is that busking? Like just. Sh- Turning up with a mic and a fucking speaker and singing at the top of a batting track, I don't know, man. Like, no, I don't, I don't know. Shite. It's like the quality of buskers went right down. Do you remember the my Jimi Hendrix guy back in the day? He was no. everywhere. Played a Fender Strat. He was a good guitar player. He was a good busker. Now there's a woman that sits on Sucky Hall Street and literally just hits the guitar and sings at the top of it. She's not even playing notes. Did she get glasses. Mm-hmm.
0: I know who you're talking mm, about. She's
1: annoying as fuck, mate. You know, I've got I've got vendettas against some buskers because I worked into them for so long. There's a the mad guy that plays fucking Hank Marvin. Who's he, Hank Marvin again? The he, The Shadows. Right aye. So he plays that fucking Apache. See that right. he plays that three songs he plays running a something. Oh, he's
0: been doing that for years. Aye,
1: that guy, right? So he sits and plays the same three or four songs on a loop, and see when you're in a show. Try to sell fucking mobile phones to and your, your your soul's like dying in front of your eyes, like actually seeping out your fucking ears. That would be soul destroying. I know Leo. I, I feel like I need to say Leo's a good guy. Ah, yeah he's a good guy. Um, Do you remember Leo, right? the city centre jester? Guy used to walk about with the jester's hat, like no. pure neon, like uh-huh. rave stuff.
0: Matt, Glasgow city centre has changed, mate. I don't know if you've been through recently.
1: Matt, I, I stay there. Aye. Aye it's like really,
0: it's like... Um, So basically, I went through to Glasgow city centre for the first time a couple of weeks ago in two years and within the space of two minutes I seen racism, eh, a homophobic attack and a random homeless person just walked up to a guy and done (coughs) that. And I'm standing there eating a fucking falafel thinking, wow, this place has went down now. Where's the guy with the spoons? No music playing or nothing. Literally, I could just stand at a set of traffic lights and do that. Uh, 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 everybody'd be like, "Is that Bobby scott <laughs> What the fuck is happened to Bobby? I'd be like, "Oh, the come clubs are shut. I've lost all my hair. I've put five stone on. I'm homeless. Can you give me some money?" They fucking wouldn't give me money, I know, because they'd be like, hey, "He's on the telly. He's a prick." <laughs> Get two spoons. Oh, that, hey, Glasgow. People make Glasgow. Um aye. So I'm gonna go through a list of what I've done, what I've done, and just talk shit. I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> that sounded really pathetic here, not <laughs> it?
1: Please tell me I'm funny. No. <laughs> I could translate some of your insecurities into
0: Hi, <laughs> like hey, darn, you need medication. You fucked two seconds, I'll take a drink of my I don't know if I said this last week but because I've been feeling stressed and kind of down and stuff I've been trying to do things to make my myself feel better, start taking vitamins again and just wee daft things like even just drinking more water, better sleep but what I did was I went for a colonic about maybe six weeks ago and I've been for a colonic before to the point that um, i used to talk about it in my stand-up set and then we made it as a sketch in scot squad uh but i went there recently and a colonic is amazing by the way it is quite uncomfortable you basically sit. you take your pants off right i, I don't wear pants i'm saying if you wear pants i wear boxers right pants makes it weirder than it
1: right so i get the visionary mad blue eye front used to wear when you were a wee boy somebody talks about pants <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you take them off. you can leave your socks on, you curl up in a ball and the nurse specialist puts like a tube up your ass, and about fucking 20 gallons of water goes up your stomach and it cleans you out and it makes you feel amazing. I remember the first time I got it, I had a hangover and it completely... <laughs> I don't know why I'm staring right into your eyes as I'm saying that. Mm. I had a hangover. I had a gig the night before and I get steaming. And I went in. I was still half-jaked and it completely sobered me up. And it was mental. But this time it's like... uh, There's no way you can, you know, dance around it. It's uncomfortable. So I've not spoken to anybody in two years. And then all of a sudden you're curled up and like a gurney with your arsehole exposed and this nurse is like so nice and so kind and so understanding but she's like we need to inspect your arse before we put the tube i don't know why i'm still staring right into (laughs) your eyes as i'm saying that but we need to inspect your arse i mean she never says arse but she says you know your hole (laughs) (laughs) we need to inspect your fart box before <laughs> before we set, set up alright? Cash in hand, is that alright? But there's this bit, I don't know if this makes me sound like an absolute beast, but she's like, we need to, ins- I need to inspect it. We need to inspect it, like there's a team of them. We need to inspect your arse before we put the tube up, and she kind of gels it, and then sticks a finger up your arse to see, I don't know if you've got something wrong with your asshole basically but she's like oh this is the really uncomfortable part i'm so sorry that i need to do this this is really bad and i'm like that feels fucking brilliant you say, did you come <laughs> i was like can you book me in the morning
1: <laughs> can she i do 10 in i wonder, a row? Why, I wonder why i'm gonna google that why are they doing that either she's either they're doing it for a reason or she fancied you
0: well, it was amazing. Who needs therapy? Who needs cold water therapy? Never mind therapy. Just need a finger check. Aye. Oh, so I am gonna. I'm not gonna tell her. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you where it was because uh, Mad Scott Squad fans will be turning up. Bobby, get a finger up. his asked, "Can you put a finger up, my ass? I so it's like £60 for a colonic, you can get a vitamin jag as well, which reminds me, uh, a viewer, I don't want this to be a mental health, are you googling 40s a colonics? No,
1: I put in why do they check your prostate before a colonic and it's for inflammation in your prostate because the tube could basically like hurt your prostate, oh, really? Aye. And it goes up the butt. But what I was thinking about is is that any time I drink, mate, I've got diarrhoea, that tube, that finger would have went up and I would have shat away or fucking Aye. on.
0: Aye.
1: It's weird. See, when she,
0: she basically sticks a finger up your arse past the knuckle with a glove on and warm lube. But, you know, as you're doing that, <laughs> she's like, so um, I've never really watched Scott Squad before. Can I get it on iPlayer? I'm like, oh. I think it's on YouTube. Can I come back tomorrow? they with cold water, but because I'm into cold water therapy. I like all these cunts go up to the waterfalls. I like cold water therapy. Shot up, my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of hate last week, by the way. What are you talking about? I do cold water therapy all the time. Brilliant. I mean, I've not got any teeth and my hair's all fucked and my back's all fucked to fucking, but you know what? It makes me feel good. No, you need a doctor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> go to a hospital, mate, and get a checkup. You look like Quasimodo, uh, mate.
1: Please, please do.
0: Imagine walking your dog up the camps, he's right, and you look down and you see just a Quasimodo looking cunt. I don't need to go to the doctor. I think you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> fucking. I, I'm slagging people that they called water therapy when I get a tube up, Mars, so yeah, it swings and roundabouts, doesn't it? That's what life's all about.
1: Can Gary Barlow get a it? <laughs> he's 100%. Mate, He's he does it no to cleanse or anything, mate. He gets a tube put up his ass because he loves it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that might be homophobic. I'll cut that out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know how I said uh, Cat Stevens when he gets stranded out in the dinghy? This is for last week's listeners, Um, all four of you, when Cat Stevens get stranded out in the dinghy, he prayed to God to save him, and if he saved him, he would give his life to God. Now if that was me, I'd be like, God, if you save me, I'll give you my life, and then if he saved me, I'd do that. Kidding on. Kidding on, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if you'd done that, but well, <laughs> on, God. Oh well. This whole podcast is just me talking about my father and slagging Gary Barlow. There we go. Cold water therapy. Um how come one of these cunts have no died yet? The cold water therapy people?
1: Fuck knows? shallow water.
0: Do you know, I think it's something really funny about it. I just, I mean, obviously it works and I know it works and cold, cold showers are so good for you, (laughs) I remember watching a video, right? And it was like an old woman jumping off the, the tap, the tap of the campsite, right? He'd first into the fucking waterfall. She never, she wasn't even wearing like shorts or anything. She looked like she was wearing a dress. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening, man? Like, I can't believe somebody's not died yet.
1: I Me mean, you neither, know, actually. But, I mean, like you say, man, it must work in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, the cold showers, it does work for people. I've done it myself. I just I don't know. go on about it. It's, I know. It's like, it's like, can't just go to the gym. They're posting about it constantly. Why the they doing it? To show off Aye. it's no the benefit of like that that's almost like a sort of secondary thing i think the mm-hmm. be, what a lot of these guys that when you see them is they, they climb these Munros to take a photo and put it on their instagram so it's about showing off to other people So it's not for their benefit it's for yeah. other people's benefit so that's kind of pointless isn't it? i think that's why
0: it annoys me because i don't exactly disagree with it i love i i know how good it is but I, it's like the people that go to the gym and stuff, you know, just like, shut the fuck up. Um, quite comically as well, um, I mean, I've been quite vocal and open about what's happened to me during this lockdown, <clears throat> essentially lost everything. I've spoke about my mental health and all that type of stuff. So I'd be like, I've put on eight stone and... I feel suicidal I felt sui- I've no felt suicidal since I've been 18 now I'm 34 can I believe I'm back to that dark stage of my life never ever thought I would get there you know I'm sober I think about drinking I think about maybe drugs I'm in a dark dark horrible place and then somebody will do that so when's your next gig <laughs> you back there in the stand up <laughs> Like, what? Do you know the Kevin? You know, Kevin Bridges is at the stand. You could do a gig with him. You're like, nah, I'm not.
1: not Nada, fuck off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank fuck my man and my dad don't watch this either because I'm just going to slaughter them uh, every time I do a podcast. Nothing really has. uh, I've got nothing really to say about them. Last week they get slaughtered a wee bit. Mm.
1: Uh, I just bring them into it. which your moz favourite Glasgow moz saying? Like, mama says, Look, uh, it's all one. You could be talking about, like, I, <laughs> mum, listen, I see George Floyd, to get murdered with these cops. That's why BLM, she's like, it's all one. Like, <laughs> no, mama, it's not <laughs> all
0: one. <laughs> see, mama. This is a moment mama's <coughs> more mental than your ma. Cause she wouldn't even know what you meant by that. Like <laughs> she mama, right. I love her, right? She's my best pal. She's funny as fuck. If she knew how to walk to a stage for the back room me a comedy club without fawn, she could do stand up comedy. But <laughs> Aye. unintentionally funny, is it? Aye. Right. And she she does things to embarrass me as well, but she doesn't even realise that I don't get embarrassed anymore. So I could be in the tundra or like walking down the street, and she could wait until I'm walking, like I'm like a hundred yards away, and then she'll just shout, like just make like she used to shout like "Give the guy a banana." I'm like, what the fuck, right? So obviously she's seen a film. Or something. I really hope to God she's, gonna she's him, seen a film, right? Something with that. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or she's like riddled with dementia. Sorry, that is a horrible dementia joke. Can we keep that in? Aye, fuck it. Aye, I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to offend anybody, but it's my ma, and I'm like, give the guy a banana. I used to walk to school. She used to scream that, and obviously it used to really embarrass me. Remember one time in all right, she. You know how you can go into House of Fraser and all these shops and get free, uh, free perfume, like a
1: free squish? Aye, 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 samples.
0: Aye. So she'd be like, like at any point in my life, she's like, let's go in and get some smellies. No, at some points, I've I, i I've done well, like with Scott Squad and stand-up and stuff, mm. and I'm like, let me just buy it. And she's like, no, no, we've got to go in and get more smellies. So what, I mean, this is like well- before uh, COVID, I went in one day, and she's like, <laughs> "But that's the thing, she's fucking squishing them all, so she ends up smelling like shit. It's not even like nice. <laughs> she
1: just takes them off to like squish them fucking all." Fucking Jason's technical dream coat of fucking perfumes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every perfume absolutely stinking lot for fuck's sake. So
0: she grabbed this uh, bottle once for a shelf. I'm sorry, man, if you watch this, and she thought it was perfume. And it wasn't a perfume, it was cream. So she's like, ah, oil, her fucking, away her hair and oil her face with cream. I'm like, ah, man, that's face cream, you mad bastard. And it's no even, it wasn't even a free sample either. I <laughs> oh, also remember when oh. we were going up uh we went to, I can't remember what happened, but it was a set of escalators and she fucking went up the wrong Escalators? <laughs> my, you're off, you're not. So that's where I get my My sense of humour for... I'd like to think that's where I get my sense of humour for. People for Twitter might think otherwise. I always get grief, especially when I talk about football. I always get grief on Twitter.
1: Right, fuck that, man. It's the worst.
0: I said the other night uh, Celtic fan was complaining about the atmosphere in Celtic Park sometimes. The fans can be a wee bit ungrateful, which... I agree with, at times, but I've also been vocal in saying that when I was younger, I used to support Rangers,
1: and I did. Very bravey, you admit that.
0: Aye, right up until I was like nine or something.
1: Oh, right, aye, so you're a wee boy. Aye, Right. Okay. a wee guy. Uh Basically, it's when Rangers were winning, winning Uh, and that was that. I I know multiple people that that's the case that family Celtic fans are now Celtic fans. And when they were really young, Because they had made some of Rangers fans because Rangers were pretty much dominating football. They're like, well, I want to back the winners. Exactly.
0: And there's no bullshit attached. You just like the, the better team. And that's it, mm-hmm. which I don't agree with, uh, disagree with, by the way. But so I said that about Park Heed and the fans being a bit, um, Ungrateful. Ungrateful, and this guy pip, pip, piped in and he was like, uh, Did you know you used to support Rangers? I was like, uh, Aye, until I was nine. He's like, We know who you are, <laughs> we're watching. <laughs> what did like, he mean? I'm like, Here, first of all, Danny McGrain was a Rangers fan, was not he?
1: Aye, Protestant uh, anyway, for sure. Kenny, Kenny Jock yep, like, who gives a fuck. I Can do. Bobby Fiscott squad not be in that bracket? But what did he mean? We know who you are. I was like, shut up, you fucking dick. Let me have an what opinion, man. You your fucking turncoat. I know. my best mate when I was a wee boy, growing up, was a Rangers fan, and I, I advisedly went to Ibrox, William, for an Aberdeen Rangers game, and was just like, mm, I can't deal with this, man. It, I, I, don't know. I've heard a few people say this, but there is a a genuine toxic atmosphere at Ibrox, and when you go to Celtic Park, it's no there it kind of yeah. feels fun like being there do you know what i mean
0: aye i mean i don't want to go into that too much because i don't want to get done in
1: they know who you are
0: <laughs> but i have noticed i mean obviously both sides are mental but i have True. noticed that celtic fans on twitter are mental as well i get a lot of grief for celtic fans mate oh this best fans in the world shite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so.
1: You've got to get grief. I know.
0: Sitting in Park kid and I could turn round and a guy's just like at wee spoons. Hey I'm like, I fucking seen you in the tin buskin you cunt! Um This is not gonna be like a radio show I know. Fucking how shite is radio?
1: Mate, I've not listened to radio since I was st- I mean if I'm in an Uber, I'll l- but it just no it's just music that plays on repeat I- but like, when I, a wee boy, I used to listen to Scotty McClure. Remember Aye. him? What was, I can't even remember that radio station. It was something to do with Scotland, but it wasn't BBC affiliated. But, Tiger Tim, Clyde Wan. see other than that.
0: That was when it was good. Aye.
1: George Bowie, um, and even then, the Super Scoreboard was good back then, but I've no listened to actual commercial radio for about 20 years, man. Got to be at least 20 years. Aye.
0: I mean, I'm slagging at the noon in a couple of weeks. I'll probably be like, hi, everyone. It's Dan <laughs> Connell and welcome to Glasgow FM. What's <laughs> happening on the show today? And um, a couple of quick questions for you. Um, macaroni and cheese. You ever have brown sauce or tomato sauce with it? This is the actual banter these cunts come away with. Um, I, you know, I've been eating macaroni and cheese since I've been four years old. And, you know, I've never had it plain i've always had it with sauce text in today and let us all know what kind of sauce you have your mac and cheese with and you're like mate you're on 60 grand a year to talk about what kind of sauce you put on your mac and cheese
1: i mate, they are run out of ideals for <laughs> fucking sure man
0: or see when they hit away with banter and me and the guys we were playing a game of gold day, and thomas and um, he ate a banana and he didn't put the peel in the bin and then Stephen slipped on the peel. It was like we were in a cartoon, an actual Disney cartoon in the middle. Anyway guys, back to mac and cheese. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about Glasgow Buskers with Thomas the Spoon Dancer. Kidding on. Remember the Deef Buskers?
1: Is that an appropriate saying? death? No. No, it's fact. Aye. Aye. Hearing no, sorry, <laughs> they were
0: not deaf. They were blind.
1: I think they might have been both. Maybe. No. <laughs> How could a deaf person play keyboard? may I? aye aye. It was uh They were definitely a, blind though. It was a it was a husband and wife, wasn't yes. it? Mm-hmm. And I remember they were good. Them, they were good. Mm-hmm. I know I remember them well, mate. I remember them very well. Um I think there was accusations that they, they weren't actually playing that it was like the backing track, that like programmed backing track a castle keyboard. But um, I'm pretty sure that one of my mates who is a music teacher like stood most <laughs> when he was at uni was like, no, they're playing. hundred percent guy like confirmed that they could play the keyboard.
0: Oh my God. Aye, because I remember um, they had a team of people like that used to sit, uh, I suppose, like sit run so nobody would steal money off them. And the, they had the bucket with the chain attached to it and stuff, because a few people try to grab Wait, the
1: bucket. That, the bucket, man. Aye. Blind cunts. Would
0: he make her, like the blind guys cunts you need to edit that out or not. <laughs> you can't just mean? say blind cunts. <laughs> do you see the blind cunts in the tin singing, man? Fucking
1: bro, you're... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's people were like, oh that big cunt. Oh well, I suppose that I, I don't think, but um would do he you make her like these guys that you see. I seen one time I was in Amsterdam and I seen a guy and then three weeks later I was in Glasgow and he was in Glasgow. So there's definitely like a sort of traveling busker, but he was uh, he was like fire, whatever, wow. like fire breathing. But then they've got the magicians and that would he make it like that sort of no busking but like street performing. I think uh, street performance it
0: doesn't work in Glasgow. It just doesn't work in Glasgow, man. Uh, haunted here the streets are haunted <laughs> honestly see if you're a busker just get out of glasgow edinburgh's all right edinburgh fringe and stuff but see when uh you've got like because some of these guys are actually and girls are in the circus like proper street artists right. like the real deal they come through they travel all in the world they come to glasgow and they're like we need a volunteer can anyone come here come on come in and join and it's just like i'll do it and you're like i've gave
1: half for my life <laughs> it's always the most mental cunts that <laughs> as well it's like some cunt that's just wanting a pal stops Aye. for this magician and he's like pure pick a card and they're just like, like you're saying they're like pure cheers mate yes so where did
0: you buy cd cards have you always had the cards when did you buy them you're like mate just gonna pick a card no the hang eyes before i pick it um, or I feel so sorry for buskers as well because like any time uh, they do an amazing song one of these mad cunts
1: will just be like ah
0: uh, mm, 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 uh, uh, stealing
1: like- the thunder <laughs> a wee performative dance in front of them and
0: then after it they're like ah, uh, like they're a gladiator or something are you not entertained <sighs> to wave a silence? The busker's like, I just want to pay a bull the night, mate.
1: Um, Demanding half of the take. Gives <laughs> off your money. I
0: like a really shite agent. Another thing that I've noticed um, that really grinds my gears is people that tag themselves into hospitals on Facebook. How come it's them that never die?
1: <laughs> huh? Well, maybe Facebook saves them. <laughs> Have you ever met anybody that's ever tagged themselves and then died? Never. Well, that means that it's the tag that did it, mate. But... Uh,
0: the false how, equivalency. How good would it be... No, fact, that wouldn't it be good? That'd be shite. What? How good would it be if somebody that... Basically, what I'm trying to say is I want them to die. I'm not educated enough to string that into a sentence but the attention seekers that tag themselves into hospitals, I want them to die.
1: Uh, it would be really nice if they tagged themselves <laughs> and then something. <laughs> Family member commented underneath here, unfortunately, they're dead. Do you know what's actually been freaking me out? We can take this out or leave it mother whatever. <laughs> See, the last sort of wee while, a few of my Twitter followers have passed away, and I'm finding it quite creepy. That yeah. They're still kind of like a digital... Stream of consciousness that sort of follows me, and that's gonna be weird. What are they gonna do in like twenty years when somebody's got like two hundred fifty two hundred fifty thousand followers, and they're still selling like getting ads? And I'm an influencer, but like 150 thousand of these canceled deeds
0: needs—that's <laughs> mad, isn't that?
1: What we're gonna do when that happens? Like, what the fuck? What?
0: Well, there there would be thousands of people online that are dead like I, i've had that as well like no recently i've no i've done that recently see so if obviously somebody that you would know that dies is devastating but i get a year and then they get unfriended <laughs> for fuck's sake you're fucking right they get unfriended i know that they would not they, they'll they, not be like my posts <laughs> they understand uh but i that is quite creepy <laughs> Oh, he's dead now. Get him to fuck. Uh,
1: it was just I think it was one in particular where they were like, it was kinda a nice sort of tweet, but it was like, this is the family of John or whatever, just to let you know that unfortunately John passed away. And I was like, kinda, oh, that's fucking shite. But then I noticed that the guy followed me and I mm. followed him. And I was thinking, This is creepy, man. This is weird. Like, this guy's forever gonna follow me. He's not even got the chance. I could do a shite tweet. <laughs> he's not gonna get the chance to unfollow me because he's part he's fucking and that's his purgatory it's my twitter feed
0: hi imagine like obviously people that pass away but some people that know that they're dying have always get like lovely last tweets but imagine if your last tweet was a pure shiter like had i just had toast and cheese there while watching the sopranos oh what man that was your last tweet <laughs> ever Or I was like, went for a colonic, the nurse had a finger up my fart box and to be honest with you, it was all right. Then the son, the Daily Record, they're saying, Bobby from Scott Squad, fart box. (laughs) Maybe that's what killed me. (laughs) Addicted to colonics. How did he die?
1: I don't know. And see, to be honest, I'm happy he asked that because see, when I see, like, public such and such has died, that is my first thought. And I think that's everybody's first thought. Aye. But then when you go into the comments and you realize that Nadie's got the balls to ask the question, you just sort of gear up and that you're like, but wait, they have this morbid, uh, well, you know, no speak for everybody, but there's two A's in this room that's 100% that's the first thing I think. It's like, I wonder Aye. how they died. Aye. It's a strange one. Right? It's never like
0: <laughs> he choked on a grape. It's always like, guys, uh, I'm not even going to say that. But you you know what I'm going to say. I don't know. It's always horrific. (laughs) Imagine if you choked on a grape and that's how you died. God would be like, what the fuck are you doing here, man?
1: Sending you back. Get (laughs) fucking back. (laughs) Tell them I get knocked down. I'm never
0: going to live this and I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, I had a follower last week. Because I was talking about my mental health, they were saying, what do you do to have a good mental health day? Or how do you treat yourself when you're having a bad mental health day? And again, I don't want to talk, I don't want to make this into a mental health podcast. It isn't, but because you asked the question, I'll answer it. So, on a good mental health day, I like to take nootropics, vitamins... Set them beside my bed.
1: What your tropics do you take? Ginkgo bio. right? Aye. Mm-hmm.
0: And I've got lots of kind of mushroom ones as well, like aye, lion's,
1: lion's mane, and
0: aye. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mixture of them, all illegal and you uh, illegal, uh, legal, and you can get them off Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I just take a couple of them in the morning. where like when I was proper in the zone, like lying on my bed in the morning, wake up grab them, take them with a litre of water and before my feet have hit the carpet I feel like I've done something productive. I would also take magnesium and zinc before bed because supposedly that helps you sleep better. High strength vitamin D. I'm like the fucking car crash version of Joe Rogan here. And that's a good mental health days but bad mental health days I just eat Pringles and rip the fucking lid off it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to say do you know guys walk to the top of the mountain take a deep breath drink lots of water but we're all fucked nobody wants to do that mm-hmm. I, i'll literally just rip the lid off it and watch it's always sunny in philadelphia and then i put on that much weight i get to the point that i think my heart's gonna explode i think i should go for a walk <laughs> maybe have a shower today day and then build it up from there you know what i mean right guys we're going to keep it short and sweet i know a lot of people don't have much time uh, these days so short and sweet is what it's all about um you are if you enjoy the show i'm going to start doing one a week it would be appreciated uh, appreciated it would be appreciated if you could share it even amongst pals and whatsapp groups and stuff and i do buy me a coffee all that money goes towards this uh, venue hire. I just made a poster, so it's not like, you know, I'm Gary Barlow and I don't pay my taxes. Uh, it literally goes towards, like, buying a bottle of fucking soda water and the venue hire. So thank you to everybody that's bought a coffee so far. If you can't afford it, then that's cool. Uh I think that's all I've got to say, mate. Have you got anything to add?
1: No, mate. Not at all.
0: Was that all right? Aye, mate. Funny. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed that as well. Episode 2, Great White Whale.
1: Superb.